New Dimensions Radio has been making a difference on our planet since 1973, thanks to the generosity of our listeners. You too can help make a difference with a tax-deductible donation or membership. Please visit our website, newdimensions.org, and just click the Donate button. We at New Dimensions thank you for your support. Hello, I'm Justine Willis-Toms. Welcome to the New Dimensions Cafe. Today I'm hosting Dr. Brant Courtright, author of Holistic Healing for Anxiety, Depression, and Cognitive Decline. I'm speaking with Dr. Courtright at his home by remote connection. Welcome, Brent, to the New Dimensions Cafe. I'm glad to be here, Justine. I'm glad to have you. You know, in the current strategy of mainstream medicine, mostly it's working with symptom suppression. And the medical field, with few exceptions, is remarkably ignorant on what your research shows as the role of diet and nutrition toward a healthy brain. So can you please describe the current practices of mainstream medicine when it comes to treating anxiety, declining cognition, and depression, and what might be an antidote to that? Sure. So sometimes psychiatric medication can be a lifesaver. When a person is feeling really freaked out, really anxious, um, an anti-anxiety agent or an antidepressant can really save the day. But the problem is that very often psychiatry, which has become biopsychiatry in the last 20 or 30 years, really sees it as a biological illness that requires medication for the rest of the person's life. And the problem with this is that the analogy is often given that the medication is like giving insulin to a diabetic. But I believe that that is really a false analogy because there is no shortage of amphetamine in uh, ADHD, or there's no shortage of the brain chemical clonopin in anxiety, or um, Prozac in the brain. These are synthetic chemicals that have been patented, and so they do a very good job of suppressing symptoms over the short run, and Sometimes the person can get back on their feet afterwards. That's great when that happens. But all too often, in my view, they are, continue to be prescribed. And what happens is that the person's own brain chemicals then adjust to this. And so with SSRIs, the person's capacity to create serotonin gets down-regulated. And it becomes very hard to get off of these particular medications. With Alzheimer's, those drugs have turned out to be pretty much a total failure. There have been billions invested at this point in clinical trials. Zero have turned up successfully. The current medications that are used show a temporary several-month delay in symptoms, but the long-term research shows that they may actually even speed up cognitive decline over the longer period of time. So the importance of really healing and strengthening the brain through nutrition, through sleep, through exercise, through psychological functioning, but particularly through enhancing the brain, it seems to me gets to the root of the problem and the person then naturally feels less anxious, 
less depressed, no more depression, and the brain fog and the memory loss tends to go away. So are you saying that, let's say with Alzheimer's, there's another way to treat it besides trying to find the magic pill? Well, once it's reached the point of Alzheimer's, there's already been so much brain damage happen that it's difficult to do much at that point. Although a ketogenic diet and some supplements have actually been shown to reverse it in some people. The time to catch Alzheimer's is 20 to 30 years before you see symptoms because that's when the process starts. So anybody in their 40s and above should be paying serious attention to their brain. And so cognitive decline, which often people start noticing in their 50s or 60s, again, like Alzheimer's, is a lifestyle disease or a lifestyle process. And so changing, looking at diet, and the book goes into what I think of the four pillars of a healthy brain diet, which is neurogenic, ketogenic, anti-inflammatory, and gut-friendly that all of these impact the brain in really profound ways, and that when we eat the standard American diet, it's a recipe for Alzheimer's. You couldn't come up with a better way to degrade your brain than by eating the standard American diet, which is full of carbohydrates, high sugar, and high bad fats, and fried foods, and vegetable oils, all of which are a disaster for the brain. So we want to switch to a diet that helps to actually build a healthy brain and to clear out the amyloid or tau that is built up in the process. Can you actually clear that out? Is there a way to reverse that buildup? There are a number of nutrients that have been shown to actually clear some of the amyloid and tau proteins that are built up in the brain. And the pharmaceutical companies are using these nutrients and trying to adjust the molecules in such a way that they can then patent them and make patentable drugs out of these. But maybe Mother Nature has already been the best pharmacologist around and come up with extraordinary ways in which we can cleanse the brain. What's one of the ways, or name a couple of ways to clear the brain? Okay, so uh, green tea extract, EGCG, in green tea is very helpful. We want to have probably the equivalent of 10 cups a day, but we don't want that much caffeine. So getting a caffeine-free extract is very helpful. Blueberry extract, black cohosh is one of the only things that has been shown to clear amyloid and tau out of the brain, both of them together. The book goes into a number of other compounds. Um, Omega-3s are very good for that as well. Hesperidin is good. Apigenin is good. All of this is in the book, so we're just giving a, a brief overview of what one can do to have a healthy brain. And I, I'd love for you to say also, Brand, something about a healthy gut. That's right. So most people in indigenous cultures have about 20,000 different strains of bacteria in their gut, which leads to a very robust immune system. In the West, most people have about 10,000 strains with the overuse of antibiotics and pesticides such as glyphosate, which is an antibiotic and which also helps wipe out the microbiome. 
And that glyphosate is in so many processed foods. Even if it says organic, it may still have glyphosate in it. So to be very careful about that. That's right. 93% of Americans have measurable levels of glyphosate in their bodies, according to a UCF study a few years ago. It's probably more than that by now. And that not only wipes out your gut microbiome, it also opens up the tight junctions of the, of the intestines. The tight junctions keep out the bad stuff and let in the good stuff. So when those open up, the body gets flooded with toxins. Is that the leaky gut? That's the leaky gut. And it right. also leads to leaky brain because those same molecules open up the blood-brain barrier as well and lets in toxins into the brain. So we want to eat as organically as possible. And you're right, even some organic food is contaminated. But if we do eat organically, we will cut out 80% of the glyphosate. Shopping at farmer's markets is very good because, you know, they're locally grown organic things that you can be a little more confident about. So you were saying about the gut that we need to also pay attention to making that as healthy as possible. Right, which means we need to feed it, and we need to feed it with fiber. Most people don't get nearly enough fiber. You can increase the number of strains of bacteria significantly simply by adding fiber to your diet. Cooked organic, low-carb vegetables. Broccoli, asparagus, salads, greens of all sorts, cauliflower, eggplant, um, tomatoes, avocados are fantastic um, because they've got good, healthy, monounsaturated fats. Um, and the brain prefers using fat for fuel over sugar. People who are sugar burners, um, which is most of the population, have different kind of byproducts that are inflammatory, that are produce oxidation, and have other toxic byproducts. Whereas ketone bodies are a very clean fuel for the brain, and the brain preferentially takes those up. So people can do exogenous ketones, like just taking them in the diet, or they can switch to a ketogenic diet in which the body makes its own ketones. And this has also been used in Alzheimer's trials, and since Alzheimer's is being called type 3 diabetes, a disorder of glucose metabolism, switching to ketone bodies, for some people it brings them back. Maybe not all the way, but it brings them back significantly. And it also is neuroprotective against further damage. I'm also thinking having a diet of good fats, it also suppresses the appetite that's right. You eat less. I mean, I've noticed that as I've changed my diet. That's right. Fats bring satiety. That feeling is nice, to not feel like you're continually just hungry. So if most of your calories are coming from healthy fats, but the bulk of your food is coming from fiber and protein, then you're getting what the brain needs. And you can do this and be vegan if you're careful about making sure you have these good fats. That's right. If you do, for example, a B12 supplement, which you wouldn't otherwise get in a vegan diet, and if you do omega-3 fatty acids, not from fish oil, but from algae, where you can get DHA, then you can make up for most of the problems with a vegan diet. Yes, at least in terms of the brain. It's a lot to take in, uh, Brent. I mean, it, you're a wealth of information about how to have a, a more healthy 
diet and a more healthy life. We haven't even mentioned about how exercise is important to get off our behinds and get out from our computers and and exercise no matter what. And also sleep is important. Our emotional life also affects our brain. So is there anything you want to close out with that may be of help? Well, just what you're saying is important, that this holistic approach of really beginning to nourish and help and strengthen the brain at all levels, physically, emotionally, mentally, spiritually, to stimulate it and provide nourishment at all these levels helps this neurogenic rate increase. And our neurogenic rate is the most important biomarker for brain health that most people have never heard of. We want to increase our neurogenic rate so our brain is alive, growing, moving, and that when that happens, we feel good. When the brain gets sluggish, when the neurogenic rate slows down, that's when we feel anxiety, depression, and cognitive decline. Brand, how can we know our neurogenic rate? There's some very expensive, very sophisticated neural imaging equipment that can be used, but mostly it's by how we feel. If you are feeling brain fog, if you are feeling anxious, stressed out, depressed, clearly your neurogenic rate has slowed down. If you are feeling really just intrinsically good to be alive and ready to meet the day and jump out of bed and really just, you have good relationships, you're happy to relate to the people who you're connected to, your neurogenic rate is probably at a good level. Great. So we can check ourselves in that way. Brenda, I want to thank you so much for being with us on the New Dimensions Cafe today. Uh, my pleasure. Thank you. Thank you. I've been speaking with Dr. Brandt Courtright. He's the author of Holistic Healing for Anxiety, Depression, and Cognitive Decline. If you want to learn more about his work, go to Brandt Courtright. He spells his name B-R-A-N-T, Courtright, C-O-R-T-R-I-G-H-T. BrantCourtright.com, or you can get there through the New Dimensions website, newdimensions.org. I'm Justine Willis-Toms. I want to thank you for joining us at the New Dimensions Cafe. I invite you, please do join us again. You've been listening to the New Dimensions Cafe. This series of shorter interviews features many of the remarkable guests also featured on our internationally syndicated one-hour New Dimensions radio series. To access more than a thousand hours of programs, to subscribe to our newsletters, or to become a member, please visit us at newdimensions.org. New Dimensions Radio has been making a difference on our planet since 1973, thanks to the generosity of our listeners. You too can help make a difference with a tax-deductible donation or membership. Please visit our website, newdimensions.org, and just click the Donate button. We at New Dimensions thank you for your support.